Welcome back, everyone, to episode 13 of the Slam Dunk Podcast. On this episode, I'm going to be going over the Carson Wentz trade. He was just traded to the Indianapolis Colts, so I'm going to be going over that trade and discussing it. I'm also going to be giving my updated mock draft. I already did a mock draft in a previous episode, but I'm going to be giving my updated one. And I'm also going to be going over some of the NBA games tonight that are really big. Alright, so we're going to start off with the Carson Wentz trade. The Eagles' former starting quarterback Carson Wentz has been traded to the Indianapolis Colts. In return, they received a second-round draft pick and a third-round draft pick. The Eagles have had troubles with Carson Wentz in the last couple of years. He hasn't played that well. He's had a lot of injuries. And this year, Jalen Hurts replaced him as the starting quarterback and... Yeah, he he really wasn't playing that well, and he didn't have a lot of value to the team. So he's officially been traded to the Colts, so I'm going to be discussing this trade. So honestly, I think both this was a bad trade for both of these teams. I really don't like how Carson Wentz has been playing this last year. Uh, the Colts were a playoff team this year, and they needed a quarterback since Phillip Rivers retired, and Carson Wentz is not the quarterback they want as a replacement. I, they had a very slim chance at Deshaun Watson. I think they should have targeted him a lot more than they did. Carson Wentz was always a big option for them, and I thought I never thought that was a good idea to pursue him. I, I just don't understand why they would take a backup quarterback and make him into the starting quarterback of a playoff team. I don't think it really makes sense for the Colts. Uh, for the Colts. And for the Eagles, this also doesn't make sense because they didn't get really they didn't get much in return. They got two draft picks. Neither of them are first round draft picks. And also, Carson Wentz was a huge cap hit. Next year, they're going to be paying twenty percent of their total salary to a player who's not on their team. Carson Wentz takes up twenty percent of their total. Um, uh, payment to all of the players combined, and he won't even be playing for them. So, it was. I think it was a really bad trade for both of the teams. So, if I had to grade them for the Eagles, I would say it's a C plus, only because they're getting draft picks. I, I I'm gonna also give the Colts a C plus because I'm not a fan of Carson Wentz. Another reason why I think the Colts really messed up here is that. There are a ton of other quarter quarterbacks that were available. Even if they weren't free agents, there were other quarterbacks that were available to trade for. Like, for example, Matthew Stafford was traded to the Rams. Why Why weren't the Colts able to work out a deal? Because Matt, uh, Matthew Stafford would have been a huge improvement for the Colts, and they could have possibly won their division in this next year. With Carson Wentz, I honestly think their team is going to be worse now. I think... I mean, Phillip Rivers didn't play well either, but Carson Wentz is not a franchise quarterback for them. All right, so we're going to move on to the NFL mock draft. I did one previously in another episode, but I'm going to be giving my updated version. The The number one pick is held by the Jacksonville Jaguars. I see them taking Trevor Lawrence. He's the best quarterback prospect in this draft. Um... He's the obvious pick for the Jet, uh, the Jaguars here who are in need of offensive help. The number two pick is held by the Jets. Um, I see them taking Devontae Smith here, the Heisman winner from Alabama. He, he had an amazing season uh, last year, 
and he would really help them offensively, especially if they are not going to trade for Watson. I think that is the most likely destination for Watson, but uh, just for this mock draft, I'm going to assume there's no trades in the top 10. So if they don't trade for Watson, I think they should build around Sam Darnold, and Devontae Smith is the perfect player to do that. The third overall pick is held by the Miami Dolphins and they've announced that they're not going to trade for Watson and they're going to stick they're going to stick with Tua Tagovailoa as their starting quarterback. So because of that they need to build an offense around Tua, see if he can succeed with another with a more talented offense cuz they have a really good chance of making the playoffs next year especially with uh with Tua coming into a second season and having this third overall draft pick. So I think they take Panay Sewell here to help improve their offensive line. It would be a good pickup for them. The number fourth overall pick is held by the Atlanta Falcons. And in the last draft, I had Zach Wilson going lower than most people would have thought. And I think that was a bad decision by me. Uh, Zach Wilson, I, I have learned in the recent weeks after watching a lot of his highlights is a super talented player. Um, even though he didn't play in the best conference, he had a bunch of touchdowns and very, he just had a very consistent and really stunning season. So I have the Falcons taking Zach Wilson here. The fifth overall pick is held by the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, and they need a lot of help offensively, and Joe Burrow's coming into his second year. He's coming off an injury, but he showed a bunch of talent and that he's able to play really well professionally. Uh, so I think they should just surround him with a better offense, and since Panay Sewell, which would have been the obvious pick, is off the board, I think they take Kyle Pitts. He's the best tight end prospect in a very, very long time. He can run routes, and he has the speed of a receiver. So I think he's the obvious pick if Panay Sewell and Devontae Smith are still off the board at five. For number six, that is held by the Philadelphia Eagles, and they need help uh, with their receiving core, especially since Jalen Hurts is now their official starting quarterback. They need to surround him with as much help as possible so they give him a chance to succeed. And they need a wide receiver, so they take Jamar Chase with this pick. He had a great a great career with LSU. He's a really, really talented receiver, and this receiving class in this draft is super talented, so I think they take Jamar Chase here. The next pick is held by the Detroit Lions, and I think they need a wide receiver as well. And since Jamar Chase and Devontae Adams are off the board, I think they take Jalen Waddell here. He missed a bunch of last season because of an injury, but he's really fast, really talented. He's a great special teams player. He's a really good punt returner. He had a bunch of punt return touchdowns with Alabama in his career. He's uh, He's just a really, really talented player. That would help the Lions a lot. Now for the next pick is held by the Panthers. If they don't trade for Deshaun Watson, which I think they also might, um, they said they were going to target him very aggressively. But if they don't trade for him, I think they take Trey Lance. Uh, he's a really great, great quarterback. I watched some of his highlights as well. He's He, he plays a lot like 
some of these running quarterbacks, these really mobile quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson. He has a really great arm, and he has really, really great legs. He's super fast and elusive, so he's a really great quarterback prospect as well. The next pick is held by the Denver Broncos. They need help defensively, and Micah Parsons in this draft is still available. He's a really talented linebacker, especially being paired with Bradley Chubb on the uh, on the uh, Broncos defense would help them a lot. So I think that's the pick for them. Now for the tenth pick and the last pick in my mock draft, the Cowboys. I think they take Patrick Sertan out of Alabama. He is, I think, the best cornerback in this draft. I was debating between him and Caleb Farley, but I think the best pick for them is Patrick Sertan. Uh, I think I don't understand why he's not rated higher than he is on some of the draft boards. I think I think he he's definitely going to the Cowboys if they if he's still available. The Cowboys should definitely take him. So yes, yeah, so that is my mock draft. All right, so finally, I'm going to be going over some of the good NBA games tonight and discussing them. So we have the Brooklyn Nets, who will be playing the Los Angeles Lakers. That's going to be a really great game. That's at 10 o'clock on TNT. The Nets are 8-12. and 12, The Lakers are 22-7. and 7. The Nets obviously have KD, Kyrie, and Harden, although uh, Kyrie and KD are injured right now. But it's just, it's a possible finals matchup, almost a likely finals matchup. Uh, the Nets and Lakers, I believe, are both second in their respective conferences. So that's going to be a really great game. And the other great game is the Raptors and Bucks. The Bucks have looked really good this season, led by Giannis. And Chris Middleton's also been a nice surprise. He's been a really great scorer for the Bucks, And they've made some good additions like Drew Holiday as well. So, and and the Raptors, they started off really slow, but they've made it back into the playoff picture for the Eastern Conference, so they could make a surprise and jump up the standings with the upset win here today. All right, so that is going to do it for this episode. This is episode 13 of the Slam Dunk Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.